On today's show, we discuss some of the key areas Lane Lambert has to address in order to improve this Islanders team next season, plus the latest on the Bridgeport Islanders playoff run. All that and a lot more coming up on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thank you for being a part of the Locked On Islanders family, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question about something we discussed on the show, a, a, a comment, or maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout the offseason, from trade rumors, the new coach hiring, the upcoming uh, NHL draft, free agency, and everything else happening to your Islanders between now and the start of training camp. So, still sort of wrapping my head around the hiring of Lane Lambert. And I, I guess I'd be dishonest if I didn't say I had mixed feelings about it. I like Lane Lambert. I think he's certainly qualified enough to become a head coach in this league. And here is his big opportunity. He has been sort of apprenticing under uh, Barry Trotz for a long time now, and here is his big opportunity to take the reins himself and be the head guy. And here's, you know, Lane Lambert addressed the media via Zoom, and here's what he said. Uh, it's a good day. It's something I've been preparing for for a long time throughout many years in the game and many years as a coach. There's a level of excitement for sure from a family standpoint and everything like that. And, you know, one thing Lou Lamorello talked about uh, during his portion of the press conference was the fact that he was impressed with the way Lambert handled himself during, Lou, uh, during Barry Trotz's absence last year. If you remember, uh, Trotz left the team first uh, because of his mother passing away and he went back home for the funeral. And then... Uh, Trotz came down with COVID, so 
during that stretch, it was Lane Lambert leading the team. He led them to a 2-1-0 and record in those three games. And Lou Lamorello basically said, I was extremely impressed with the way he handled each and every situation. Obviously, I'm totally comfortable, and I feel it's a great day for the New York Islanders. He was totally comfortable in his own skin to make the decisions that had to be made. And Lambert himself basically adding that the fact that he's been with the team now for the last four seasons as an assistant coach is a definite benefit for the Islanders organization and for him as their new head coach. Lambert saying, I think it's a real tremendous advantage. I've been here for four years. I've been working with each individual for that period of time for the most part, and I think it gives us an advantage to hit the ground running. We certainly have a good relationship, and I think you know a lot of the players are excited by the fact that they have someone that's familiar with them coming as well. Lambert adds, the one thing that will never change is our identity. I want to be hard to play against, and that's just who we are, and that will never change. So, first of all, it looks like Lane Lambert is going to more or less, more or less, keep the overall uh, style of play. Now, there certainly will be some tweaks and Lou Lamorello addressed that, but overall, the style of play that we've seen from the Islanders over the last four seasons under Barry Trotz will more or less be intact. And Lamorello addressing, the, the new voice is here with Lane. And you learn when you're an assistant coach sometimes more of what you wouldn't do and in sometimes what you would do and vice versa. I would say a big new voice in that because we're talking about two totally different personalities with reference to Barry and Lane. So we'll see how different Lane Lambert is, what changes he is going to make, and I think, again, the foundation of the team, the philosophy of the team, will not have major changes, but there will obviously be some but, you know, here's one thing I wanted to mention. And I think uh, it's important to mention. Look, Barry Trotz is a future Hall of Fame coach. He is the third all-time winningest coach in regular season games in NHL history. And when the only two people above you are Scotty Bowman and Joel Quenville, you know you've done something right. And I mentioned earlier uh, in the week that I think Barry Trotz is the second best head coach in Islanders history, with the obvious exception being Al Arbor, the Hall of Famer who led the team to all four of their Stanley Cup wins and, and really through the greatest 12 or 13 years of the franchise's history, let's say between 1975 and 1986 or 7, let's say. But here's the thing. There are certain things that Barry Trotz did not do particularly well that if Lane Lambert can improve upon, can definitely help this hockey team. And to me, the biggest one, the biggest single thing that the Islanders can improve upon with Lane Lambert is the way 
that the Islanders develop their younger players. And let's, let's face it, Barry Trotz did not maximize the younger players on this team. And when you look at the development of Kiefer Bellows, the development of, uh, you know, a Robin Sallow in, in the minors for sure, and obviously uh, the development of an Oliver Wallstrom. These are players who maybe their progress has been slower than hoped for because Barry Trotz had a thing where he really had trouble trusting younger players to fit into his system and relied on veterans almost to a fault. Well, let's see how Lane Lambert handles Kiefer Bellows and Robin Sallow and Oliver Wallstrom and Simon Holmstrom and, you know, all the, the, the Atu Rattes, all players who, barring trades and, and, and changes, will be in training camp with the New York Islanders in September. And let's see how he incorporates these younger players into the system and how he helps them mature and develop and make the leap, the adjustment from the AHL or from juniors to full-time duty in the National Hockey League. To me, that is the biggest area out there that the Islanders can improve upon under this new regime. There are others, but the biggest one is how do you get the young players integrated into the system as quickly as possible, and how do you maximize their potential? We have got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We've got the latest on the Bridgeport Islanders as they continue on in the AHL playoffs. That plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by your friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and in your pocket, you could save time and money when using Rock Auto. So why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. And you, they've got everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, look, obviously, the Islanders need more from their younger players. And 
you know, they're going to add players in the draft this year. They have a first-round pick this year. We mentioned 13th overall. Getting that player, and here's here's the deal. Lane Lambert is going to come in when, you know, the Islanders hold their rookie camp, which is usually a week or two uh, after draft day. And, you know, he's going to have the chance to start to develop these young players, these players who are in the minors, who are in juniors, who are in American colleges, and get them ready to be Islanders. And that, I think, is one area that, more than any, that Barry Trotz did not do particularly well. And now Lane Lambert has a chance to really make a difference in the way the Islanders handle that part of developing the team. As for the Bridgeport Islanders, their season came to a close on Monday. They lost game four of their series with the Charlotte Checkers by a score of four to nothing. Now, it was a lot closer than that score indicates because two of the goals were empty netters at the end. No goals, obviously, for uh, the Bridgeport Islanders. Uh, Another strong performance, though, by Corey Schneider. He made 30 saves after facing 32 shots. And look, the Islanders, again, one of their problems for Bridgeport throughout large stretches of the season. And this is similar to the NHL Islanders. They were outshot in a big way, 34-23 to in this game. The power play struggled. They were 0-for-2, but they were 4-for-4 on the PK. So, you know, it didn't take long in this last game. There was a, a hat trick in it by Max McCormick of the Charlotte Checkers. He scored a minute and one second into the game, beating Schneider short side with a wrist shot. And then late in the first period, uh, Zach Dalpy makes it 2-0. Then you get the two late empty net goals by McCormick. That gave him the hat trick and basically ended the Bridgeport Islanders season. So unfortunately, uh, the Islanders playoff run came to an end, but you know what? Overall, this was uh, a good experience for the Bridgeport Islanders getting through two rounds of the playoffs. First time they won a playoff series in a long time. And again, your your Simon Holmstroms, your Atu Rattes, your Robin Sallows, your Arno Durandos, all of these players getting a first taste of uh, North American playoff action and AHL playoff action, and it will only help their development. If you're Corey Schneider, whether you're back with the Islanders organization next year, and whether that means being a backup, being with Bridgeport, or if you sign elsewhere and hope to get a job in the NHL, the playoff run and the late season run that Schneider made certainly enhances his resume. And uh, overall, just a a solid, solid uh, playoff run for the Bridgeport Islanders. Unfortunately, you know, it does come to a close. But look, uh, realistically... This team barely made the playoffs, managed to get through uh, the first round, and managed to get 
into the second round and gave the first place team uh, a run for their money in a four-game series. The first two games were overtime games. They win uh, game three by one game, uh, one goal rather, and then game four. It was really a two-goal game before you had the empty netter. Austin Zarnick, by far, leading the Bridgeport Islanders with 10 points in six games. Chris Terry, six points in six games. But look, Simon Holmstrom, four points in six games, three of them goals. And Atu Rate, one goal, and it was an overtime game winner, four points in six games. You know, those are solid numbers right there from some of the younger players, and that's encouraging to see to say the very least. And Robin Sallow, a goal and an assist uh, in in his six performances. Corey Schneider, 3-2, and two, a 2.35 goals against average. Jakob Skerek, a 2.54 goals against average in his only appearance. Uh, and look, the save percentage for Schneider, 9.27. You do that, you're going to win a good amount of hockey games, and that is indeed what the Bridgeport Islanders did accomplish in the playoffs. So we will, uh, this will be the last of our farm reports uh, for the offseason. And, uh, you know, congratulations for the Bridgeport, to the Bridgeport Islanders for a nice playoff run. And hopefully this is sort of a building block that next year uh, this team does more than just win one playoff round, but finds a way to... Uh, advance deeper into the Calder Cup playoffs. And again, you know, when you're talking about an AHL team, there's always that conflicting goal. Do you want to develop hockey players for the NHL club, or do you want to win and get your shot at the Calder Trophy? Ideally, you want to do both, but sometimes one has to take priority over the other. Um, this year, making the playoffs, winning a round, definitely did accomplish both. Uh, and let's see how Brent Thompson's group does, assuming he returns next year, uh, as far as accomplishing those goals is concerned. We've got more to discuss on today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player who was with the team in the early 2010s, plus uh, some more thoughts on the newest head coach of the Islanders, Lane Lambert. That and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories but packed 16 grams of protein. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So get them today at Built.com. If you haven't tried the puffs, well, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. It's a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. And all Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. And that means you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com to get birthday cake puffs now. 
If you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we are, again, a day early because Thursday will be the 34th birthday for former Islanders defenseman Ty Wishart. Wishart, 6'4", 222 pounds, a big, big defenseman, drafted in the first round, 16th overall by the San Jose Sharks back in 2006, made his NHL debut with the Lightning in 2008-2009, and then joined the Islanders for 2010-2011, was with the Isles for one part of one season and a brief cameo in another, spent a lot of time with Bridgeport. Uh, In 2010-2011, Wishart played in 20 games, had a goal and five points. He played one more game with the Islanders in 2011-2012, and since then is still active, playing in uh, Germany right now, has also played in Slovakia, Sweden, Czech Republic, and Austria in his professional hockey career. He's a native of Belleville, Ontario. Uh, He played 26 career NHL games, 21 of them with the Islanders, a goal and five points, uh, five assists rather, for six points. Four of the five assists and the goal were with the Islanders, and he had 10 career NHL penalty minutes. We go back and look at one of Ty Wishart's best games with the Islanders, February 13th, 2011 at the HSBC Arena in Buffalo. The Islanders and the Buffalo Sabres. And it's Miko Koskinen getting the start for the Islanders while Buffalo goes with Ryan Miller. And the Islanders get on the board first. Just 40 seconds into the game, Michael Grabner, his 22nd from Franz Nielsen and Kyle Laposo. 1-0 Islanders, but Buffalo comes back. They get two goals in 56 seconds. First, Johan Hecht unassisted his ninth at 646. Then Drew Stafford is 21st from Tyler Ennis and Tim Connolly at 742. Islanders trail 2-1. John Tavares evens it up for the Isles. His 21st from Travis Hamannick and Matt Molson at 1249. That ties it at 2 But Drew Stafford gets his second of the game, 22nd of the year. Tyler Ennis and Tim Conley with the assist at 17-39. Islanders down 3-2 after one period of play. In the second period, Nathan Gerby, his seventh from Shane Morrison at 431. Islanders down 4-2, and they replace Koskinen with Al Montoya. So... The Islanders start their comeback. Blake Como, his 14th from Franz Nielsen and Kyle Oposo at 18:55. That gives it uh, makes the score four to three. Buffalo Islanders back in the game. In the third, Michael Grabner, his 23rd unassisted, three minutes in, ties it at four. But Tyler Myers of Buffalo, his eighth from Jason Pominville at 5:26, puts the Sabers ahead. Five to four, but then the Islanders' power play goes to work with Tyler Ennis off for hooking. Milan Yersina, his fourth from Franz Nielsen and John Tavares at 11:32. That 
ties the game at five. And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ty Wishart, his first career NHL goal, Milan Yersina and Josh Bailey. It's a power play goal with Johan Hecht off for hooking, and the Islanders have the lead. But less than a minute later, Drew Stafford, he scores his third goal of the game. Jordan Leopold and Tyler Ennis with the assist. We are going to overtime, and in the OT, Michael Grabner completes the hat trick. Kyle Oposo and Andrew McDonald with the assist. The Islanders get a 7-6 overtime win over the Sabres. Al Montoya, 12 saves to get the win in this one. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ty Wishart, he scored on his only shot on goal. He was on the ice for 17 minutes and 34 seconds. And yeah, that was his first and only career NHL goal. Ty Wishart uh, getting the job done there. He's usually known more for his physicality and his defensive play. But this was his big moment in the NHL with his goal. And he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Ty Wishart, we wish you a happy 34th birthday and many, many happy more. Uh, some rumors going on right now that uh, Barry Trotz may be interviewing for the job in Winnipeg later this week. We'll keep you posted on that. I know he's from that area, and maybe uh, after his mother's passing, that job may be more appealing to him. But again, uh, those are rumors, and we will keep you up to date as to what happens with Trotz. But now for the Islanders... They turn the page. It's Lane Lambert's chance to shine. And we will quickly get an idea of where he's at going forward for the New York Islanders. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll talk a little bit about Anthony Bavillier, his season that was, where he's at, and what, if any, kind of a future he has in the Islanders organization. We'll have that and a lot more on tomorrow's show. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.